36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. You know, it's just so, you know, first of all, Mr. Higgs, we just thank you for your time uh, and just to be able to come out and just spend a few minutes talking about the winery, talking about your life uh, as a businessman in, in Augusta County. But most importantly, uh, to all of our, our fans, all our listeners that follow the podcast, uh, folks just you know, had the opportunity to be out last weekend uh, with my good friend Ralph Sampson and I had some, you know, just been able to share some uh, from some of the heart stories from Mr. John and just, you know, reached out and just say I would love to have him on the show because I know he has a wealth of knowledge uh, for our listeners just to be able to hear from a businessman, a veteran, uh, also a father, a husband, uh, and that is right in that wheelhouse as we continue to try to make sure that uh, everybody that's out here in Augusta County and also around uh, the country hears from fine, upstanding citizens as Mr. Higgs and what he has to offer and what he can bring to the table. So with that, Mr. Higgs, tell everybody, t- how did you get into wine? Well, first of all, yes, sir. Uh, Coach, I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show and to meet you and, uh, and your friends that you brought today. Uh, it's a great honor for me to, uh, to be a part of this. Yes, sir. Thank you. So, so first question on the table. I know you and uh, your lovely wife, uh, Miss Shelby, yep. has been here since uh, 2004. Yeah. So just just share with the audience, you know, a little bit of history of Barron okay. Ridge and, 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 and all of that good stuff. Okay. Well, it's a long history, actually. Uh, my, my father bought this uh, property. Uh, it used to be the uh, St. James uh, Orchard. Yes, sir. Uh, apple Orchard. Uh, back in the time uh, when the apple orchards were from uh, one end of the Shenandoah Valley to the other, all wow. two all two hundred miles from Roanoke to Winchester. Uh, it was uh, apple orchards were flourishing in the Shenandoah Valley. Yes, it sir. was like the breadbasket of the uh, U.S. as far as apples were concerned. Okay. Uh, when my father took whatever money he had and came over from West Virginia and uh, bought apple orchards, uh, he actually. The, it was even an international uh, uh, industry at that time. This this plan was owned by a, a Dutch company called Dutch American uh, Tobacco or uh, 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 Apple Company. Uh, and uh, anyway, during the fifties, uh, uh, it was it was great, yes, and sir. everybody was making money. Things changed, okay. and uh, in that period of time, and. When I was in high school, all of a sudden, we, the, my father started losing money. All the apple orchards started st- being stressed. And uh, by the end of the 50s, uh, the, people were losing money to the point where my father had sold uh, almost everything he had. He was getting almost going bankrupt. And uh, he, uh, he sold everything except this, this orchard. Okay. And... Uh, he moved us from our uh, nice house in Stanton to the uh, to the tenant house that we were, that was here, and uh, my father and I worked this land together, and it was still not successful. And I I actually left and uh, went in the army. Okay. I was drafted in the in the army uh, just before Vietnam. I didn't actually uh, serve overseas, but uh, I was during the time when it was. The army was getting prepared for uh, for Vietnam. Yes, sir. Uh, and I actually never came back, to be honest with you, until uh, until 
the uh, over in 2004 when I, after living overseas, okay. having a career, the, yes, Ar- the army uh, was was a wonderful thing for me, like it is for a lot of kids. Yes, sir. It, it made me a man, even though I was thought I was a man before, but I didn't know what what it, what, <laughs> what it was all about until my two-year stint. I found a career and uh, found the fact that I loved chemistry, started a laboratory, and uh, and I became a chemical engineer. And lived overseas for a number of years and worked uh, for uh, uh, Philip Morris and... Uh, uh, when the wall came down in uh, Berlin, okay. uh, they needed infrastructure building, rebuilding in the Eastern Bloc countries. Uh, I went over there and worked uh, to help rebuild um, uh, those countries' uh, infrastructure, uh, mainly in Russia and in Kazakhstan. Uh, and uh, but anyway, when I retired, I retired while I was still in Europe, okay. and we were, we lived in the vineyards. Yes, sir. In Europe. Okay. And uh, became very. It's very easy to become interested and immersed into the wine culture in. I can only imagine. It, it, it was wonderful. Yes, we, sir. We just enjoyed it so much. And uh, when we came back, this land was still here, but it had been thirty years unattended. Wow. Overgrown, uh, had become a jungle. This uh, building that you're in now was uh, an old packing shed that was the roof was falling down and uh, the people said that you need to tear it down because it's such an eyesore and uh, we uh, got the idea that uh, we also it was still in the family okay and, yes, sir. Uh, so I bought the property from my sister and decided maybe I can grow grapes uh, and uh, and it but I came back from Europe the apple the uh, the uh, grape industry, the wine industry in Virginia, had begun to flourish like it had never before. Okay. I have to I have to be honest with yes, your sir. with your uh, audience. Back uh, before I, when I left to go overseas, the there was hardly any uh, industry in Virginia in Virginia, and uh, whatever or, wineries we had were making awful wine. Okay. <laughs> we had a we have a had a lot to overcome. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, so we came back. We found out. Oh my goodness! I, we were used to drinking the wines of Europe, and okay. we figured we'll never find that quality here. Okay. Well, there was, and it was a great surprise. And uh, and uh, so we were so happy to see that. And then we got the idea: of what can we do to bring my father's uh, land back to life? Yes, sir. So we bought a property, uh, I spent uh, three years clearing the property. Uh, somewhere along the line, we, we started cleaning up the old packing shed and we realized once we had cleared the land that we had a beautiful place and a beautiful view. And we decided, no, we're, we're just going to go, uh, we're going to go all out and we're going to reconstruct uh, this, this this uh, building, and uh, we're going to make this place into whatever it can be, I can the imagine. best it can be. You know, and, and we've had uh, several, several occasions to come out and just fellowship, yeah. and you guys do a tremendous job. I know my best friend Victor, uh, he had his wife's surprise birthday party here a couple of years ago, yeah. uh, and you guys did a fantastic job. And I know we ro- rode through last weekend, and there was a, you know, a couple getting married, 
so again, it is a, and actually, as Mr. John was just saying, folks, the place that we're in, and actually, uh, I'll ask uh, Thomas, uh, who is on behind the camera today, kind of get a shot of where we actually uh, are going live. This is, used to be the pack barn, which is now the tasting room. Uh, so again, you'll uh, get a first-hand glimpse of what is going on today, Friday, at Barron Ridge Vineyards here in Fishersville, Virginia. So I just I have a quote for you, and I just want to share this with you because as you were saying, it just really kind of resonated in, in my heart. It says, a man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. You know, and what I love, what I liked about what you're sharing from your heart, Mr. John, was what your father did and how you came alongside of him and you worked all the years and then you came back and you were still working with your father, but then you came back and you saw something. You saw something here yeah. Uh, and and you went for it, and and it, it's 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 it, it's a great thing. I mean, uh, again, I'm not a, a wine connoisseur, uh, nor did I confess to be, but just the atmosphere. What what, what do you think? What, what do you think contributes to to Barren Ridge being Barren Ridge today? What, what has made it? What has made you successful in the wine business? Well, first of all, uh, I'm just starting to turn you into a wine connoisseur. <laughs> you have a long way to go, but you're going to get there. How about if, that? If you just Put yourself in my hands, and I will make sure that you get this. Uh, it, I'll tell you what I think makes this place unique. Okay. Uh, and there's a lot of places like this in Virginia. These are old family farms that uh, they are turning into wineries. But it's the history. It is the fact that my father uh, sacrificed so much yes, sir. to do what he could do, and I feel like I'm following in his footsteps. And and uh, we're doing it. And my wife and I both uh, are are interested in uh, in finishing what he was not able to do because of the the markets had changed and so forth. And what ended up having to drive the valley and my father out of the business was the introduction of. Uh, of uh, basically inferior apples, mm, okay. uh, but it was the advent of the uh, big box uh, grocery store, and people liked apples that looked perfect on the uh, shelf, and and there were, but they were from California. It wasn't mainly from uh, Washington State, uh, and uh, where you were rewarded for picking something green. Mm, okay. And letting it ripen as it travels to the uh, grocery store. I understand. And Americans, in their unwisdom, would eat it because it was pretty, but it no longer had the same taste that okay. we used to have. So my father was uh, penalized for waiting because my father was was uh, a proud man, and he refused to pick his apples until they were perfectly ripe and ready to eat. By that time, the market had already moved on. So he was not rewarded. He, he was actually penalized for picking his fruit at maturity. Yes, sir. I, on the other hand, it's a completely different dynamic. I'm rewarded for making sure that my fruit is perfectly when I, when I pick it. And so I, I'm not faced with that same uh, uh, penalty. Yes, sir. And, and, and so I'm rewarded for that. So, in a way, I'm, I'm just carrying on history, and I'm also uh, restoring a, a historic piece of property to, and, and I'll tell you, yes, Coach, sir, please, please. Uh, that 
the one of the greatest things in life is to is to have the opportunity to see something that needs to be done. Yes, sir. And to have the resources and the ability to do it. How about that? And to make it and to create something that wasn't here before. Uh, when when we got here, they, there was a big uh, market for wines in Charlottesville. Area. Okay. There was zero in the Shenandoah Valley. Well, zero in the central Shenandoah Valley. There were a few uh, vineyards, but not many. And there was none in Augusta County. And Augusta County is one of the biggest counties in Virginia. There was absolutely no uh, winery here. So we had the opportunity not only to do what I wanted to do, which was bring the land back to life and to create a winery, but it's the first one in Augusta County. How about and that? So we're helping to create a uh, something new and something that people can enjoy similar to what we enjoyed so much in Europe as a mentality yes, of sir. work is, is Americans are great hardworking people and we reward people for that. But sometimes we carry it too far where work is the most important thing in life and it's not. That's correct. It is enjoying the life that you're living. It is knowing how to relax, to appreciate nature and to appreciate your family and to be a part of nature and a part of society and and not just to make as much money as you possibly can so you can be one step above in the ladder. Okay, exactly. And that's that's what I'm uh, happy that I have been able to do to, to whatever extent I have. Yeah, and, and folks, and you wonder you wonder why we're at Baron Ridge today? I mean, come on, listen to what <laughs> Mr. John is dropping here. And, and as, as we say in the world of basketball, you know, those, those are nuggets, those are assists that he's given. Uh, and as you could hear in that, you know, just eloquent presentation, just the passion that he has for what he does. It's not about, you know, it's work-life balance. It's, out, it's almost he, as if he was looking at my next question uh, of, of how do you can, again, have a beautiful uh, estate like this and be able to run it at such a high level. Now, I want, I want to kind of back up a little bit. You touched on, um, I know you in the military, uh, and as we get ready to celebrate Memorial Day, uh, first of all, we want to thank you for your service. Uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, people, you know, don't know what uh, they don't know. Uh, but again, we just want to, to to pause a moment and give honor where honors due. So, as we talk about the military, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what you did when you were in the military, and uh, okay. and and just a little behind the scenes when sure. when Mr. John was was in the uniform. Absolutely, uh, I've always liked the military, and I've always uh, something about my life uh, the way I am is is that I was always attracted to it. Yes, sir. But. Uh, I didn't know about four years and uh, and making a career of it, but uh, anyway, uh, when when we were uh, when I was here and the land was failing us and we weren't being able to make a living, uh, we I basically volunteered for the draft. Okay, I wanted to spend my two years. I wanted to have that experience and uh, to see what I could do. And at the first, the army and and my and I did not know what I was supposed to do in the Army. I had yes, no sir. real f purpose. Okay. I had kind of been a flounderer around and so forth, a hard worker, a good kid, but got in trouble a lot. And the Army, the Army somehow or another just, I, it kind of meshed. Okay. Uh, I was so proud to be a good soldier. Yes, sir. Uh, and that was a time when the, the draftees were, 
they were kind of making fun of trying to be a good soldier, but I, I was very proud of being a good soldier. But also didn't know what the, the Army and didn't know what to do. But the one thing I found out, and this is true of a number of people that I've talked to since I've gotten back here, is the Army will know knows what you're good at, even if you don't. Wow. And I think it must be the testing they do yes, or sir. whatever, but they have a method. And uh, somewhere along the line, and I was going into a number of different jobs uh, that were uh, interesting, but uh, nothing that got me excited. Uh, but uh, all, the, all the time I was being a good soldier, doing, uh, looking forward to being that. And, uh, and then one day they said, we want you to start a, a, uh, a laboratory. And I, I just looked at him. I said, have you looked at my high school <laughs> records? Have you looked at my college? I got kicked out of college. Okay. I mean, I was just, I, I said, are you sure you have the right man? And they said, Higgs, you're going to start a laboratory. We How gave, about that? Gave me a, uh, a, an old mess hall and a bunch of books to read and uh, equipment to order. And within six months, I was turned on to chemistry. And I had never known that that was anything that I would uh, would excite me. But wow. I got I got uh, I was reading Scientific American every day. I was, uh, and uh, by the time I got out, it was right at the beginning of the Vietnam War. Where they it was before we actually had declared war. But uh, they asked me to re enlist, and I had wanted to. Uh, to be a pilot, and they said you could be a, a helicopter pilot. Okay. And uh, but I had gotten so interested in uh, in chemistry that uh, uh, me and another fellow that worked in the lab, who yes, was absolutely brilliant and Chinese fellow, we had decided no, we're going to get out and we're going to go to New York City, and we're going to get our PhDs in macromolecular biology. Wow. And we had, neither one of us had had any background. <laughs> Going I mean, for it. we were brave. And yes, sir. Maybe a little stupid. That's but. <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's quite and, all right. And we did. We both got there, and uh, he ended up running the Chinese restaurant in Chinatown in New York, and I ended up working in New Jersey in the chemical industry, and they and they gave me the opportunity to go to college. And the GI Bill helped a lot. Yes, sir. The GI Bill, we need to, rein, to reinstate that uh, and make it even more beneficial because yes, kids today need that yes sir and uh anyway uh and that's that that made my career i got a phd uh, i didn't get my phd i got my master's to be honest with you i was a little too old to be going for something like that anyway i was 25 when i got out of okay. the army and uh but it was that that two-year stint taught me an awful lot and i'm i think it would do it would be in our benefit if we're more and more kids would do that when yeah. they reach a certain point you know and again ladies and gentlemen we're here live at Barron Ridge Vineyards and again with Mr. John Higgins and, and I just want to share this think about what he said ladies and gentlemen it, it's never too late when you have that passion and desire and then again they, they, they basically they woke up a sleeping giant so here's what I a quote I want to be able to put out here it says when a man puts a limit on what he can be he puts a limit on what he will be 
So, again, Mr. John did not let that, you know, he went in, embraced the Army, had that great, great partnership, and allowed the Army to manifest, to pull out that full potential. Uh, and here he sits right across from us today, very, very successful uh, in the business at the end, great, great career in uh, in the U.S. Army. So what I'd like to be able to do is kind of start wrapping it up on the inside. We'll actually stop the podcast, and we'll actually keep the live video going. And I'd like to walk out on the patio and you can kind of just, you know, if you'll share with us uh, what we see when we go out. So with that, if you don't mind, if you'll just, what I want to do is open the mic, mm-hmm. have you share from your heart, what advice would you give the younger generation, anybody that's aspiring to be a business person, anybody that may be at a crossroads and say, you know what, maybe school is not for me or maybe I need to maybe go another route, work a little bit and then come back. But just share with you what's on your heart, if you don't mind. One thing I would I would like to say yes, sir. to all young people that wonder whether what their value is, uh, I'll say one thing. I, yes, sir. One of, it's been one of the nice things about being here in a winery is I'm meeting all the people that I graduated high school with, kids that were in my class and so forth, and they come by and they want to meet me and yes, talk sir. about what we've done, and a lot of them will come through. And I had one just a couple of weeks ago come through, and, and he said, you know, I went to the Army, and uh, I thought I was kind of stupid. I didn't do very well in school. I was, uh, didn't, uh, nobody really thought I was very smart. Got in the Army, and after basic, they said, okay, we're sending you to Greece. Wow. Greece. And I, I said, for what? He said, <laughs> because you're really good at learning languages. And he got into the, uh, he became a, uh, a linguist and learned all the languages of the, of the Middle East and uh, was uh, was a highly successful in intelligence in the Army. And he said, and I thought I was stupid. It, it, you don't know what is in you until you get a chance to express it. Yes, and sir. Somewhere along the line, it'll be expressed, and you may not think that you're a very smart person. You might think you're not a very attractive person, but... One thing I would I would recommend learn from the philosophers of the past. They will tell you an awful lot about because there have been people that at the very beginning everybody thought is just not a worthwhile person, and they have turned into be magnificent individuals. Doesn't matter what you look like. Doesn't matter what you feel like that your intelligence level is. You have got a lot of potential, and your only chance is to go out and find out what that is and find your direction, and then you then it'll be like a switch, and you can't be stopped. You know what? That's And, folks, and again, I'm going to repeat myself, and there's, there's no question why we had to have Mr. John uh, on, the, on the podcast, Basketball Board in the Game, because as, as, we, as the show is entitled More in the Game, what Mr. John, from, from my, my takeaway today is, you know, it's it. Life is more than just going to work. Life is being, you know, you pour out, you do everything that you can do to be the positive person that you can be and have work life balance. Again, he has had a great careers come in, uh, come back to the um, the home place, we'll call it. Uh, and has an absolutely dynamic winery here. And his lovely wife, Miss Shelby, is just off to our right. Uh, so what we're going to do at this point, we're going to stop the podcast. We're going to keep the video rolling, uh, and we're actually going to walk outside. So uh, for you podcast uh, listeners, we certainly appreciate and thank you for the opportunity, uh, as always, uh, in our uh, 
uh, as we close uh, the podcast and you'll be able to continue us on Facebook Live. But as we close the podcast, always remember somebody somewhere is working on their game. And I'm your host, Coach Goins, and, uh, and also Mr. John. We certainly appreciate it. Again, thank you for so much for taking time out uh, and just sharing with our audience and just, uh, again, just yeah. Your sincerity from the heart, I felt it, and I'm sure our listeners did as well. And we just wish you continued success here at Barron Ridge. Okay. Oh, thank yes, you sir. very much. Thank you.